All right, welcome back to another episode of Petty's Pod. We got a great episode coming up for you guys today. Of course, Prem. Later later in the week, we do Prem episodes here. And uh, Combo is back, of course, on call. Still not back. We'll be back uh, probably next week uh, in person. Towards the end of next week, we might do another pod um, two Mondays from now just to uh, have the convenience of being in person when we're back at college. And obviously, we're talking about Liverpool and Chelsea, who honestly are two of the... Uh, Hottest teams in the Prem right now. Chelsea are starting to get some confidence back. So you'll get all the takes on that from me as a Chelsea fan and combo as a neutral from that point of view. And then obviously my take on his team, Liverpool, and his take as a fan. So let's get into it. It's a great episode, very informative episode, and game picks is actually very interesting this week. So stay tuned for that and let's get straight into it. All right, welcome back to another Prem episode. We skipped last week. Uh, but we are back this week to talk about really, it's been, it's been hard to keep up with all the games combo, obviously combo back on call. Um, but yeah, I mean, as, as usual combo, man, let's open this podcast up. Just give us a debrief on, uh, the holiday season for, for your boys in red and, uh, and Liverpool in general. Yeah. What's the word? Glad to be back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a great holiday period. Oh, uh, you know, last week I was not, I wasn't home. I was out of the country. I was in Africa, so we couldn't really time up a good. I mean, crazy trip though. I'm sure. Yeah, bro, it was lovely. It was nice, you mm-hmm. know. But this is Zimbabwe being seven hours ahead of Virginia time. Man, I was eight hours ahead of Tyler. So when Tyler was waking up, I was going to sleep, and then you right. know it was it, it was just pretty difficult. But you know it was great. I mean, uh, the, the boys handled their business. Obviously, uh, we had a stretch of what United Arsenal. And then Burnley, obviously United and Arsenal ended up being draws. I mean, we all know that um, United played the low block. Couldn't really do anything about that. They, they, didn't, they didn't play to win. And, and Roy Keane chatting to Van Dyke about what Van Dyke said about United literally playing not to win. Oh, Roy yeah. Keane, he, he, he can just shut up. <laughs> I don't know why Roy Keane's talking, really. Like, he, he, he took that for, for, for a player who is no... This like punditry stuff, it absolutely makes no sense. Um, and then in terms of the term of the Arsenal game, we all know that was a handball on Odegaard. I don't know why he's like, why... yeah. I mean, the more I watch that, it's like, it's kind of like, yeah, it, it, it's more of a handball every time I watch it. You good? Yeah, yeah, it, it cut off for a second, but yeah, I mean, I was just saying, the, the more I watch the Odegaard thing, it's more of a handball, like. I yeah, didn't think, like, in the game, I was like, all right, like, whatever, but I've seen replays, and it's, yeah. 100% a handball. Yeah. But, I mean, those two games, the boys played good, just couldn't get the results. I mean, you can't really control what VAR does. Obviously, VAR is never going to be perfect, but all us fans want is a little more consistency. I don't know how they reviewed that and saw that two, three different times and thought it wasn't a handball. But, you know, we move. And then on to the Burnley game. I mean, the boys came out fire. Obviously, we didn't we didn't play at our best. But we still bagged two goals. We had two goals disallowed to, again, dodgy VAR decisions. I think I saw this down on Twitter. Liverpool have had nine, like, have lost nine points from PGMOO, like, like mistakes. Like, like, like not, 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 just, not just cause. But, but mistakes that the Premier League match officials have gone after the game and said, no, we were wrong. Yeah. It should have been given nine points. We were talking about the Premier League where, 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 where points are the biggest thing. Like, one point is massive in the Prem. We've seen time and time again Liverpool have lost the Premier League by one point twice. And you mean to tell me 
we could we could be up by eleven right now if they if they were to call the game how it's supposed to call. Yeah, no, that's the worst thing about the that the prem does is they for some reason think it's a good idea to say they made a mistake after the game. I I mean obviously the calls need to be right on the field of course, but like after the, doing that stuff after the game, no other like sport does that. Like when refs make a mistake. Yeah, but I mean, but but. Just to further on wrap it up, I think it gave you some time about Chelsea. I mean, obviously, the boys play good. We've gotten good results. I mean, we're top of the league right now. Shout out West Ham for handling business for us. Yeah, that's arguably the biggest result of the holiday season for you guys. Beating Arsenal at the Emirates... 2-0, 2-0, great result. I mean, I mean, now listen, we're, we're halfway through, we're halfway we're halfway through the season, right? And 19 games to go. This is exactly what I told my dad. If, and right now we're starting to get healthy. Jota's back. Tiago's coming back. Bastard's had to be back. Robinson's back in January. So that's those are the four key guys coming back. Also, what's it called? If we get, um, we've been rumored with Goncalo Inacio, the uh, the center back from, um, I think I think it's. Sporting Lisbon, I think. Uh-huh. I can't, oh yeah, I can't, yeah. Yeah, he's absolutely he'd be a great signing. But well, this is this is what I'm saying, Tyler. Nineteen mm-hmm. games to go. If Liverpool win between, if Liverpool win between thirteen and fifteen of those games, it's ours, thousand percent. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Oh dude, as a Chelsea yeah. fan, like I'm saying, like if we, I mean, we're still in a top four race if we win all of our all of the games remaining. But yeah. Yeah, and 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 what else? And all us Liverpool fans can do is hope that FSG back club go go and get us go and get a center back, go and get a defensive mid. That's all we need. Those two positions, two guys, a d- defensive mid and a, and a center back, and we're and we're golden. Talking about in and, January. Yeah, in January, yeah. in the January transfer. Yeah. we get those two positions, we back club. Premier League number two hundred clubs coming. Yeah, other other than that, I mean, fitness yeah. is the biggest thing. Robertson, I think, is the biggest guy coming back. As I, I think. Uh, Samikas is like I think he's too inconsistent for you guys. Obviously, he's a great backup. Obviously, he yeah. does he gets the job done. Um, but you guys are different when you have Trent on one side as one of the best passes in the league, and then Robertson is not far behind. He's not as flashy, but he's definitely not far behind him on the other side. So, obviously, injuries are a huge thing for every team this year. I feel like especially our two teams. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys are in a great position right now, especially after that that Arsenal result. Like I said, I mean. I, I forget about your games. I think that might be the biggest result for you guys over the holiday season so far. No, it really was, and it, it's huge too because coming coming after the Newcastle game in January, uh, we're gonna lose Mo and Endo. Yeah, that's to the massive. Than the Asian Cup. Yeah. However, they're only gonna be gone for two games, but you know, still like that's a, that's a massive six points on the line with both of them being gone. Mm-hmm. So, so we're really gonna need our Portuguese guys and and. Our South Americans really step up for us. Yeah, like Diaz to get going, Nunes to keep scoring, so it, it, it'll be big. Yeah, yeah. No, that's always a big, big factor when it comes about. I mean, you guys lost Mane last time that came, um, so yeah, uh, big deal there. Um, oh yeah, I forgot that Salah and Mane both played each other last in the last yeah uh, in, the, in the final. Um, but yeah, moving on to Chelsea. I mean. Looking at our results, Sheffield won. Newcastle was probably the biggest result in the Carabao Cup, honestly. I know I'm not one to care about the FA and Carabao Cup until semifinal final range. But I mean, when you're talking about a cup where if you go win it, you get European football next year, Europa League for the winners of the Carabao Cup. It's a big deal when Chelsea's sitting mid table all season. So I've been locked in on that. So that's really what I care about right now for Chelsea. Prem games are fun to watch for me at this point. Um and, and don't really mean much, but Beat Sheffield, beat Newcastle, uh, absolute 
I mean, it's two steps forward, one step back, lost to Wolves, and then beat Palace uh, in the last minute um, with a Mad Wake penalty. Great to see. The right guys are scoring right now for Chelsea, and Cuckoo made his debut uh, against Newcastle. And he's his, I mean, I like to throw around Aura uh, as a joke combo, and I know as a, as a Liverpool fan, you like to throw it around for Van Dijk and stuff like that too because he, he, he's one of those guys. But in Cuckoo's Aura is just the, the French, like, confident – French attackers, his aura is just different in this Chelsea team. You can tell when he plays. Um, it's brilliant to have him back. Mudrick scoring goals, like I said. Madweke got on the score sheet the other day. Um, Enzo is going to be out for a while, which is unfortunate. But I texted you on, uh, I texted you during the Wolves game combo where I have a, I have a take with Chelsea now, and I'm I'm interested to get your take on it. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was waiting for this. Tyler did tell us everybody. He he did text me. He's like, I have a take for this game, but I'm gonna save it for the podcast. And I and, I, and I've been waiting anxiously to see what 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 this hot take is, Tyler. Yeah, it, it it here it is. It's it's Chelsea are good enough now, to the point where if you're watching us, you can pick out players that need to be dropped. Like we're playing at a level where if you're not at the level of other players then you need to be dropped. And that has to do with Nkunku coming back and just making Nico Jackson look way worse than he did before. Mudrik is playing well and making Sterling look awful. Um, and I'm interested to see what you... Like, Angocek, who came into the game and made Caicedo look terrible the other day as well. So I'm picking players out. And, I mean, Gusto as well, making Disassi look terrible. I mean, Gusto had an amazing game against Palace in midweek. Um yeah, so I'm interested to see what, what you think about that because obviously I'm not saying Chelsea are top right now. I'm just saying they're at a level now. They're good enough now. They're playing well enough now where you can pick out guys that aren't at the level of other guys on the pitch anymore. No, I like that. I think that's a solid take at all. I mean, we're halfway through the Premier League season. I mean, it's about time where it's time to see what kind of what kind of team you are. Like having a run of games to find formations. No, like you're halfway through. You should know your rotation. You should, you should know the guys are plugging in and out. You, you should have a feel about the and, 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 and a kind of sense of confidence between the starting 11 game in and game out now. Yeah. that Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm saying here. But it's just been, it's been, since Cuckoo's come back, it's been interesting. I've been talking with my dad about it, obviously, too. Like, just to see that, like I said, the aura of, of these guys, like, Sterling's been terrible. Jackson, obviously, no, there's no there's no difference there, and I think Poch has declined a little bit. I've I've started to like him a little bit less. You know, I've been a supporter of him. I've said it's the player's fault, but when he goes out and he plays Brilia and Jackson at the same time to start a game, that is just one of the worst coaching decisions I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> that I mean, it was just bad, man. It was just embarrassing. But uh, yeah, the back line as well. Gusto's getting healthy. He's a great great backup for Reese James. Cucurella obviously still injured, but. Yeah, I just think that that was my take. I just think that Chelsea are at a point in the season now where the starting the constant, consistent starting eleven is starting to form, um, and I think the last piece of it really is that is the midfield too, because I don't think Caicedo's there yet. Uh, combo. And I know as a Liverpool fan, you're 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 liking you're you're liking that because obviously he chose up for us over you guys, but he's. I mean, it was his fault for the Olise goal and Crystal Palace just let him run right past, and he just looks a little lazy. He's not 100% in the tackle. Um, Gallagher is just showing him levels, which is just embarrassing. As a, as a guy who doesn't like Connor Gallagher, he's been a, one of our best players this season. Um, and he's showing Caicedo levels, and I hate to say that. I want him to succeed. But right now for Chelsea, I think that midfield three should be Gallagher, uh, Unguacheku, Cole Palmer at the 10, and Cuckoo as a false nine, and then Mudrik and Madweka on the wings. Um, 
which is what I wanted it to be all, all season other than uh, Gallagher in there for Caicedo. But Enzo's obviously injured right now, so I can't, I can't pick him. But moving on um, to table talk for a little bit. And sticking with Chelsea or Combo, do you think that we are back? Do you think that after a huge result against Newcastle, after a huge result uh, against Palace this weekend, do you think that ten, the 9 to 12 range is over and we can start to make a table climb here soon? If I'm being honest, this season, Chelsea are like that one ex-girlfriend who like you love so much and then y'all love each other, but it just didn't work out because someone had to play. Like, it looked like y- 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 y'all were going so strong. Y- y'all had a great relationship, lasted a really long time, won a whole lot of trophies. Uh, Amber Bitch was a great owner. Then then she just moved away one day. You know, dad's <laughs> in the military, didn't work out. Now you're trying to rebuild. I love that. And, and, but then w- when you come back to town for holiday breaks and Thanksgiving and Christmas, y'all see each other. You're like, oh, my God, let's catch up. And it's great when you're together. The, the connection comes back. But then you gotta realize the connection only lasts the the, the, the one week you're back home. And then you fall back to reality of losing to bad teams and getting dismantled. Oh no! I love that. Like it, 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 it's, it's like a love and hate affair right now with Chelsea. You never know what you're gonna get week in and week out. I love that. I I mean I don't really I can't even respond to that. It was so good. I mean that's just the perfect way to describe us. Like I said earlier, two steps forward, one step back seems to be our mantra this season, but. For me, getting super hype at that at that Newcastle late late goal from Mudrick and then winning in PKs, obviously in Cuckoo debut is the you know ideal game as a fan. Um, but I think I think we are starting to get back. We have Luton this weekend to end December. Should be a win tomorrow in the twelve o'clock game. Um, we got the Liverpool treatment this weekend combo, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think we are starting to make our way back. As for the Prem, can we climb the table? That depends on. How how big of a drop off Newcastle has? They are having one right now. They're down to ninth. Brighton obviously not there yet. United will continue to drop obviously, but I think Chelsea's goal for this season is now officially not to get in the top six, but it's to win the Carabao Cup. And I'm rooting for West Ham against you guys, uh, combo just so that we don't have to play you in the final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 did beat West Ham five one this so week. We got Fulham coming up. I think that'll be a proper oh, that's proper, right. Yeah, yeah. proper cup tie. Obviously, Fulham are a great squad, but I think honestly, like, if this this is setting up for Liverpool Chelsea final. I texted you that after that game was over, but based on how the draw is going to go, um, obviously you guys need this one a lot more than us. But we've all seen in in, in, in previous history, yeah, yeah, that you guys kind of own us in finals, but yeah, and combo cut out for a second there, um. Yeah, I mean the the other thing with the table though, Kyle, are you back? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Cut out. But yeah, I think, yeah, us. I mean, we'll talk about that if it comes. But yeah, you guys own us in finals there. Um, next question with the table: Do you think that there is a one and two battle going on, and then a three four battle going on between Villa City and Tottenham, and then you and Arsenal are kind of battling out for the for the title right now, or is it or is it or is it a five team race still? I, I still think it's the natural three-team race between us, uh, between Liverpool, City, and Arsenal. I think you, you can never count a City team out. You can never count a Pep Guardiola team out. I think you'd be naive to say, even though right now they're down six, seven points right now, that they don't have... You'd be really naive to say they don't have a shot because, I mean, it's, they have some of the best players in the world. Like, we've seen City go on 15, 16, 20-game runs without losing. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? This, this is a team that can literally flip the switch when they have to and, and tap into that dog mentality. So I think it's still a three-team race, like it's always been from the, from the start of the season. Um, I, I do think it's going to come down to, to Liverpool or City. I think Arsenal is not built for it. I mean, I think it, I, I, I saw it on um, on soccer Twitter last night when they were down two, two when they were down two zero in the eighty fifth minute. You had fans walking like. This. Oh no, and he's cut out again. Unfortunately, are you back, Combo? Bro, this, this is absolutely killing me. I'm so sorry, guys. This, this internet connection is awful. We're trying to get it fixed. However, what I was saying was, you're down 2-0 at, um, in the 85th minute, and you're a fan leaving the stadium. You're in a title race. Like, like th- those things cannot afford to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with Liverpool, they were down two goals to Fulham in the 85th minute, and Fulham got rocking. We scored two goals in two and a half minutes and won the game. Yeah. There's, there's, there's different levels between both clubs, whether it's fans, coaching players that kind of like give Liverpool to the edge there. No, yeah, that's the thing about Arsenal. I feel like everyone, I mean, that's what I want to say about them too, is everyone's still kind of like they're not quite there yet, even after, you know, dominating last year for most of the season, dominating at the start of this season. It's shocking to see a team so good, like no one still believes in them to to win that title. It's crazy. Um, but I agree with you, though. I think Liverpool and City... Uh, are going to be there, but yeah, I think yeah. Tim Howard said the other day, "Don't count City out." They were talking about this too, um, and I think that that goes goes without saying, like you said. Um, now I want to move into the to a little fun segment uh, of this podcast. So far, we're going to do top players of the holiday games of the holiday slate. Um, obviously, it's always fun in the prem, and then top five teams. So let's start with your your top three players combo over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, my top three players. Like I gotta show some love to Chris Wood. He had, he had a great hat trick for, for, for fours against Newcastle. Oh, yeah. I think that Chris Ward's been a solid. Oh, no. <laughs> you back, Combo? And Combo has got out again. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, like I said, Chris Wood had a great hat trick. And then the second player that I wanted to um, show some love to was, even though he's a United player, Alejandro Garnacho yeah. had a brilliant, had a brilliant brace as they came back and beat Villa. He's been great. And then the third player I wanted to show love to was does Dom- Dominic Solanke. Four goals during the stretch, 12 goals on the season in total. Uh, for Bournemouth, the, 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 their number nine, he's he turning out to finally hit his form now. Obviously, he came from Liverpool, part of the Liverpool Academy. Didn't work out for him with us, but happy to see him doing well. Of course, yeah. No, he had a he had a hat trick as well the other day, right? Or no? Or did he have two? Uh, no, he had a brace. Oh, he had a brace. Okay, yeah. No, good good shouts there. I love those. Um, for me, I'm gonna go completely biased with my first one. Did not want to put a Chelsea player on here. Have to Mikhailo Mudrik, man. His uh, his ability to uh. Continue to get put, get people excited when he's on the ball is not is not to be uh, looked over. I mean, when he's on the ball, Chelsea fans stand up. It's 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 good to see. But does he do dumb things? Does he make awful runs? Does he look like he doesn't know where he is half the time? Yes. I mean, he's not a great player right now, but he scored a huge goal against Newcastle in the Carabao Cup, and he just scored another huge one um, against Palace. Uh, it's good to see him. It's good to see him flying around and scoring goals. I I love to see. 
him get some of his confidence back, and I hope that he scores this weekend against against Luton. Should be a big game for him. These these small teams are are huge games for Chelsea and and for players to get confidence, um, and to kind of earn a starting spot. Um, the next one is gonna be John McGinn, your your boy combo. Uh, combo called the John McGinn goal once on this podcast. Um, against Arsenal, wasn't it combo? I did. I did. Uh yeah, so he's been he scored against Arsenal. He's been great. He scored this past weekend again. Um, uh, for Villa, he's he's been he's been good. He's solid. He comes in off the, he comes in off the wing, and then sometimes he plays in the midfield as a, as an attacking midfielder. He's fun to watch. Um, obviously he's put the Prem on notice this season a little bit. He's been one of the main main guys in the attacking, in the attacking third for Villa this season. Obviously one of the best teams too. So. Got to give, got to shout him out, and then my last one is one of my favorite players, and you know this combo uh, as a, as a guy who beats me in FIFA a lot. Uh, <laughs> Michael Olise combo is yes. gonna be my next guy. Uh, Olise has been this is this is Tyler's favorite non-Chelsea player. I can verify it. I can book it. Like Tyler, absolutely shows nothing but love to this kid. I, I love Palace in general. Eze and Olise are are super fun to play with on FIFA. Um, but it's good to finally see him uh, coming into his own in real life as well. I think Eze kind of had Eze kind of proved himself last year, Elise towards the end of the season, and then this year he's been that guy for Palace. Um, they always have a couple guys that that you that you fear when going forward, but it's been fun to see Palace succeed without Zaha this season, um, and, and kind of them moving on from that era. I think they need to move on from Roy Hudson. Obviously, the guy's eighty-one. He's uh, no longer a high-level prem coach. I hope they don't get relegated. Uh, they are on the downfall a little bit right now, but at I least they should have gave Vieira more time. I thought, yeah, I, I agree thought, with that. I thought I thought Vieira was a perfect manager for that team. I completely especially, agree. Especially if you're being honest, like Vieira was like there, 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 there's not a lot of black managers in the Premier League period, mm-hmm. and and we all know Palace has a team full of young, brilliant black players and a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. That was the perfect kind of cohesive unit for him to have those players grow. Yeah. Because what, cause like what else? Because the biggest thing that we're seeing in soccer, especially with any sport, especially soccer, though, because there's no, there, like the whole way, the, the reason you're successful in soccer is you have connection and you're able to move late and you have trust in your players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can, like, we're seeing it with Chelsea. You can, you can buy the best players in the world, but if they can't work together and find some kind of connection, it's not going to be worth anything. Mm-hmm. I really believe if they were to give Vieira a little bit more time, especially a top player in his day who can kind of like give give that confidence and kind of like have that connection with the manager, they they could they could easily be a, a, a top seven team yeah, instead, no, of, instead of being a top twelve. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, they fired him after what half a season last year. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And obviously, their problems. Obviously, I think for me personally, their midfield is the issue, and he obviously he's one of the best midfielders in the Prem of, of all time. Um, yeah, I mean they're solid defensively. Mark Gahey, one of the and, best. And it doesn't hope that their star number six, Chet Decore, has been hurt all year yeah. for the most part. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. That was also one of the, one of the late Liverpool transfer targets. We we almost stacked him up to start the season, but okay. you know he got hurt. Yeah, no, okay. I mean, yeah, I think the problems have been in the midfield. Slough has taken a decline. Decore obviously injured, but I think they're good attacking. They have Mateta, they have Elise, they have Eze, they have Ayu, they have guys up there. They have Gahey. They have Ward in the back, like they have a solid foundation. It's just that midfield needs to needs to you know grow a little bit. I think maybe maybe bring in someone low key, um, in the January transfer window to fill in for Decore. Um, but yeah, I like Palace a lot. I think Elise deserves a shout out over his uh, over his past couple games. Obviously, he had a huge goal against City to save a draw in the empty head. Um, 
so yeah i think those are my three guys but uh let's go top five teams uh over the holiday season combo this is going to be interesting because there's been some really bad teams and there's also been some good performances obviously i'm going i'm gonna show liverpool some love i mean we've been like we've arguably gone through the hardest stretch of games in this first half of the season and we sit top of the table yep we've had nine points mistakenly taken away from us because of errors by the match officials so every game liverpool lace them up we're playing 11 on 12 the entire time we'll say we'll say 11 on 15 because we're going to count all four of the var imbeciles every game (laughs) that we're going against and we still found a way to win we found a way to bounce back through injuries and we found a way to stay stay with it it's going to be a big test when endo and salah go away for their uh, international break however there is only three games in january and they're only going to be gone for two of them so it's not as bad as people think so just for those two games, we're just going to have to hold on, and hopefully we get some transfers in. Um, and then another team I want to show love to, because uh, I already, already, already talked about Dominic Solanke being great, but Bournemouth was two wins over Fulham and Forrest during his break. They, they, they deserve some love too. Yep. And then obviously West Ham, big win. David Moyes, David Moyes finally gets a win against the top six in his career. First time he's won at the Emirates too. Like, and, and what a moment for his, for his team. Like, love that for them. And then also, I went with United, comeback win against Villa. Obviously, well, this is not a podcast full of United fans. However, that was, that was a fantastic win, and it helped us out gravely. I mean, just, just to come back. I think that that game was in Birmingham, right? It, it was at Villa, Tyler? They some, I, I, I think I think it was at Old Trafford because of the... Oh, Old Trafford. Okay, wait, yeah, yeah, that's But they somehow right. managed to save Ten Hag's job week in week out when they lose and he's on the hot seat they go and get a huge win like that it's i hate it i just get rid of him or keep winning doesn't doesn't this remind you exactly like the like the ollie error every time ollie was close to getting sacked united were going a three-game winning streak yeah no 100 100 yeah yeah, and then the last team I had in my five was Brighton. I mean, they, they had a great fortune win over Spurs. Considering all the injuries Brighton has sustained and the fact that Deserby still has these guys playing well, I mean, that's that's just my five right there. United, Liverpool, Brighton, West Ham, and Bournemouth. Yeah, okay. I like it. I like the low-key teams, of, of course. Like combo, I have to show love to Liverpool over the break. Um, how could you not put them on, the top, uh, uh, on, on this list, top of the table, like you said? Hard stretch of games, obviously going to get some recognition. Another team I have is, is my team, Chelsea, man. I mean, huge. I mean, their biggest result came outside the Prem, but it was still a st- tough stretch of games with people coming back. How is Posh going to shift the rotation? And I think he did a good job. Um, and yeah, Chelsea have a little bit of a, a little bit of confidence going. And I think that I really hope they don't take a step back against Luton this weekend. Uh, it's Luton, man. We beat them earlier in the season like come on let's go let's go get like a three to five no win let's go get a big result right guys need to be scoring again of course um so yeah i have Chelsea down here my next team's gonna be city combo i think they're starting to come back i think they're low-key starting to come back um people have forgotten about them a little bit uh with their terrible results over the past you know month really but last couple of games they've been showing that they're back and people are starting to take notice of that um yeah. they just won the uh Club World Cup as well, so that's part of part oh, wait, of that. Actually, actually, hold on, I'm about to go to rent here. I'm so sick and tired of the special privilege that City's getting right now because when Liverpool won the Club World Cup, 
the 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 dang Premier League FA banned us from wearing from being able to wear the, the gold patch. Tw- yeah, 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 the yeah. Gold patch. But now Chelsea win it, they can they can wear it. City win it, they can wear it. I'm so t- I'm so tired of this. Like like I, I I don't understand why the Premier League FA and the Premier League officials just hate Liverpool. You know, it's, it's changing. The, the format's the changing test. for that. The format's changing for the Club World Cup next year. I think. Oh, what's it changing to? I, I, I didn't see this, Tyler. More teams, and it, I, and one of the things. I mean, obviously, we go to ASU top top broadcasting program. It's coming to the U.S. I'm pretty sure as well. Uh, so I hope we can be able to cover it. But I think it's changing the, the top teams. It's gonna be at the Super Cup, but it's gonna be like with all. It's gonna stay with all the countries have teams, but it's not one team this time. I think it's like gonna be multiple teams. Oh, so it'd be like the winner of like Europa League and champion and um. And Champions League, and then like the 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 Copa Libertadores, yeah. Like the those but it's two like yeah, yeah. But it's not just one team. I think I think there's gonna be multiple. So yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I I don't want to I don't want to speak on something I don't really know about. I haven't done much research, but I know it is changing for a fact. I gotta we gotta look that up later. Um, I love that. That's great. But yeah, it is changing for sure. It's obviously easy for the Champions League winners to win it every time. But yeah, the patch thing is funny. I I forgot that Liverpool couldn't wear theirs. Um, uh, my next team is Wolves. I think Wolves obviously have been in and around the mid-table all season, but I think that Raul Jimenez is starting to come into his own. I think that Huang is also in the top six. In, Huang He Chen is not obviously in the top six uh, in scoring this season in the Prem, so he's one of those guys uh, that is dangerous. And I said Raul Jimenez like an idiot. He's on Fulham, not Forest, or not on Wolves. Uh, used to be on Wolves. I meant to say Huang. Um, West Ham is my number one team, though, Combo. I think that they've made a table climb in the last month. Uh, they have huge results. They just beat Arsenal, obviously, and they have difference makers. I mean, we talked about Suchek the other day. Obviously, used to be one of the best CDMs, but the wings for them, Leon Bailey, Kudis, uh, whoever you want to throw out there, uh, is, is obviously and Leon Bailey's on Villa. And I'm just, I'm just, you know, not very smart today. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We but yeah, you, I, you, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. You talked about Kudis yesterday. The, the besides when Liverpool beat them five one last weekend in the Carabao Cup, but if you don't, if you don't look at the game, I agree with you. West Ham have been pretty dominant. Yeah, no, they've made a table climb, but uh, combo moving on. You are now three and zero in game picks uh, for each week. Uh, you have beat me each week uh, with your predictions, and it's come down to score. It came down to score predictions last week. So, moving on to game picks this week, combo. Let's get into. Uh, Let's get into it. Um, moving, starting off with the uh, early game tomorrow, Chelsea Luton. Uh, I think this one is at the bridge. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Let's check. It is no, at, it's, it's at, at Kenilworth. At Kenilworth Road. Okay, so that may change something. That may not. Give us, give us a prediction, combo. I'm gonna go. It's it's at it's at Kenilworth Road. This is this is a place where cities had to fight to get points. Arsenal had to fight to get points. Liverpool had to fight to get points. I'm going with a Luton Town win. Win. I'm going two one over Chelsea. Luton Town. If I wake up tomorrow to that, I will not wake up for this team again. Um, <laughs> I no, I no, I swear to. I woke up at four thirty Arizona time to watch us lose two 0 to Brentford. Uh, it's ridiculous. So I, I'm going with the three one Chelsea win. I think Luton go up one 0 um, and then it's 1-1 at the break, and then Chelsea pull out a 2-0 second half. Goals from, I think Nkunku gets one tomorrow. I think Nkunku gets two tomorrow, and I think Jackson oh, sneaks one in, an unfortunate Nico Jackson goal. 
unfortunate. Um, I love that. Let's go to City Sheffield combo at the empty head. Yeah, at the empty head. This is this is a clear city city bounce back game. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no way they they lose this game. I'll go three zero city. Yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna go five nil city. I think. Ooh, I, I think like it's that. one of those where they they don't stop scoring, um, and I think Bernardo Silva gets two. Um, I absolutely look. hate Bernardo Silva. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Okay, here, here's why. Let's hear it. I, I, I hate players that are extremely talented but cry all the time. I absolutely hate it. And, 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 and for the people that don't know, Tyler knows me. I love, like, like when, it, when it comes to athletes in any sport, I love people like Spencer Rattler and Draymond Green and those like like people who are villains and they own it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can respect you a thousand times like Dylan Brooks, who's bottom of the villain era. If you were going to be an asshole on the court, if you were going to be a bully, but you own it, I absolutely love that. I can stand by that. But people like Bruno Fernandes, Bruno Fernandes for United or Bernardo Silver, who are the most talented midfielders in the, the game's ever seen and, and, and top, top world-class players, who try to bait every single call? Who flop? Who when their team loses, they put they push the the opposing players because they're mad. Like so I hate that stuff. I, you know I, I mean? knew you were gonna bring up Bruno. I knew you were but, gonna bring up Bruno. Because because how can you be so talented and just have like and and and, and just play like a little like a little kid like 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 a whiny little kid like you know like at least have some, like or, or or if you're gonna do that you know what I mean if you're gonna be a pest then be a pest the entire time. <laughs> don't just be a, don't just be a pest when it's not in your favor. That's 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 my whole thing. You know what I mean? I love that. That was a great rant, by the way. I love that. Um, next up, Forest United at Forest. Oh, Forest and United at Forest. Okay, I I think this with this comeback win versus Villa is going to spark something in United. I honestly believe that. I, I, I think that that was a great performance. I think he like Tenek has to start Garnacho again with starting the season. He's be, he's becoming more than just a spark plug. He's becoming a light source for them. So I'm going two one United. I'm gonna go with one one in this game, and I think that I don't want to say Garnacho scores again because he doesn't score in draws. He either scores in big wins or in losses. Um, I want to say Rashford scores, but he's not going to play. I think he could get one uh, early in this game if he starts, and then Forrest somehow managed to tie it before halftime, and then the second half of this game just sucks. I that, can see that happening. That's what I could see happening in this game. Let's go to a, the massive game of this, this weekend. Arsenal-Fulham combo is a huge game. That's a very underrated At game. Fulham. At Fulham. At Fulham. Um, obviously, Marco Silva's been a great coach over there at Fulham. They've done, done a fantastic job at Craven Cottage. I I think this is going to be a cl- closer than people expect. I'm going with another draw. I think Arsenal will drop points again. It's because if Ar- <laughs> here's my thoughts, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Arsenal either put this one away early or they leave it too late. There's it's going to be one or the other, and I think they're just going to leave it too late. And I think Fulham can get a result here. Okay. I wanted to go draw, but I think Arteta will is very good at making his team bounce back. Uh, we saw it in the Villa game; they bounced back. Um, I think he can do it again. Um, so I'm gonna go. Scoreline's tough here. No, I'm gonna go with no defense being played. Three two Arsenal. 
3-2. I like that. I think they could be up 3-1 and then Fulham get one and make it interesting at the end that ends up being 3-2. That might be bold, but I, I, I don't know. I could see these are two high offensive teams, um, and, and I think I could see that Arsenal back line having an off day. Um, also, Fulham are good on, on the wings, and Arsenal not good defending the wings. So, Tottenham, Bournemouth combo, one of your hot teams versus Tottenham, who's also kind of getting back to that to a little, a little streaky right now. Yeah, I think this will end up being one of the better games of the weekend. Two two teams that are solid on form, even though Tottenham got dismantled by Brighton, but that that's bound to happen. We 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 all know what Tottenham are. I mean, they they they're the redheaded middle child. They want attention sometimes or get it sometimes. They won't most of the time. They're staying in the dark, and we're and we we saw what happened this weekend. They sat in the dark and got absolutely dismantled by Roberto De Zerbi and his team. And Bournemouth has been on fire, so I think this would be a really really exciting game. I'd go three two Tottenham though. I think they get it done at home. I like that. I, I was gonna go two two, but I think it's gonna be two one Tottenham just because of the home factor. I like that you mentioned that. Um, yeah, I think Tottenham might be might be back a little bit after after that decline. They're getting players back uh, week in week out. So I, yeah, I'm gonna go two one Tottenham in, in one of the one of the better games, like you said. Now for your team though, Liverpool Newcastle on Monday combo. Yeah, I'm loving this game. I mean, this is a home game. We also last time we played Newcastle, it was a Darwin Nunes game. Bang two off the bench. I think this is also setting up to be another Darwin Nunes game. I think Newcastle with all their injuries and their in the recent drop in form, this is setting up for a game for Klopp and his men and and the Red Men to to, to run ravage. It's, it's it's Mo and Endo's last game before they go on break. I would be absolutely absolutely shocked if the boys don't come ready for this one, especially with the news of seeing Arsenal drop points and now realizing that the Prem is literally in our hands. Like. We need we need to go if we are serious 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 about winning this one and and and, and getting that second Premier League title on the clock. We need to go on a six seven game win streak right now, starting now, start the new year off hot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We should we should not if we're if we're serious. The next time we drop a point should be in the middle of February. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, because now now is a chance to go and get it, and I think we I think we'll be able to do so. It's at Anfield. We we know for a fact we're, we're not going to lose at Anfield. So it's either going to be a draw or a win, and I'm taking us 3-0. I'm taking, you know who's going to have a masterclass this game combo? Who? The Dom. I think Dominic Shoboslai will have a great game. I like um, that, the Dom. I love that. I think he's, we're, we're, we're on fire today with these little I, preview nicknames. I'm I, loving this, Tyler. I think, I, think, I think he's due. I mean, he's been quiet uh, in terms of uh, getting on the stat sheet. I think he's due, and I'm going to go with a classic game, a classic Liverpool home game, 4-2. Uh, it seems to be like that. That is a good. That's a solid scoreline prediction for Liverpool at home against a top table team. Um, but yeah, I think you guys. I think you guys are going to be no short of goals in this game. Uh, three, three to six goals uh, will happen. I think. Um, I love that. Let's go with the non-big six team game though, and that's going to be West Ham Brighton combo is what I picked out this week at at the I London like Stadium. Yeah, at London. Uh... I'm gonna follow Sue and go with West Ham here. I think I think they'll be able to get a result. I think this would be this would be a really exciting game too. Maybe maybe another high scoring game. Uh-huh. But um I I'll stick with a classic two one West Ham. Okay. I like that. I'm gonna go the one of my one of my hottest teams right now is West Ham. They've moved up to six in the table. Brighton's on the slow decline. I'm gonna go with three one West Ham at home here. Um yeah, I'm excited. This is this is a great weekend of Prem games, I'm realizing. Look at this list. 
Wolves, really Everton, is. a great game. Villa, Burnley's Burnley's hot right now. Um, Palace, Brentford is always a fun one. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. This is a good. This is gonna be a good week in the prep. Starting early tomorrow at six thirty a.m. Unfortunately, but um, combo. That's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Uh, guys, we're almost at the end of break here. Um, we might be we might be doing another pod next week, or we might be doing one when we get back in person. Uh, but yeah, combo, oh, thank. And, yeah. and just for the viewers, the 31st, January 31st, when we're back at ASU, Tyler and I got something big planned. We're, we're not, we're not going to drop it yet. But if I look at the calendar and see which two teams we're playing, we, we might have the first ever. Just, Tyler, Tyler, can I tell them what we're thinking of doing? I mean, no? this this was a one-time thing for the uh, for the Champions League final. But, yeah, let us know. Tyler and I would be doing a watch along with the pod as Liverpool and Chelsea play the 31st. Um, obviously, it's something we haven't done yet together. I think this would be fantastic for the pod. I'm pretty sure it would be accompanied by the David Young and a whole bunch of other our buddies. It should be a great, great matchup. So, so end of the month, look out for that one. I love that. It's time to start. It's time to start shouting that out. We have to beat Middlesbrough though, and that's not a guarantee. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, great shout out there. Obviously, time to start talking about that. But yeah. As for uh, as for this pod, it's 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 a wrap. But uh, yeah, obviously there's one thing on my mind right now, and that is Alabama combo, and you know that. Um, yeah. The, actually, I, I want you to call your shot here right now. What's gonna be the score prediction of that game, Tyler Petty? Oh, I I called it I called it this week on on CFB Mondays, but I mean twenty four twenty Michigan uh, defense has Ooh. come to play. Ooh. I like that. I like that. See, see, Tyler, I'm, I'm kind of at a crossroads because I got I, I got two boys from the DMV, from mm-hmm. Prince William County, from the from the from VA in this game. Blake Corm, y'all star running back. Yep. he's from where I'm from, and then yep. Sean Murphy, one of Alabama's many linebackers, had had were able to play against him in high school. Oh, so, okay. So, 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 so us Virginia, us Virginia boys were being represented big time in that game. I love that. So, 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 so I, I can't pick. Either way, I'm gonna be happy. You know, you played Either against way, Alabama happy. though, and the and Blake Corm is where you from. So, what, 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 what are we talking about? <laughs> I, I think it's gonna be a great game. Okay, that, that, right. that's what I'm gonna say. I think All it's right. gonna be a great. Game. All right, yeah, no, obviously looking forward to that. We'll be back next week to to review the college football weekend, and then we'll be back with some prep talk, of course, after another great week of games. There's more more week games next week as well, not just weekend. Um, but yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for this pod. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace.